Welcome to the Finding Myself podcast, and let's find ourselves together. Hey everyone, how are you doing today? I am so happy to be back on the mic to talk to you guys. All right, before we get into things, I need to just talk about the logistics. You guys need to help me out here. As you know, I'm trying some different things. I am trying to make the podcast a little bit easier for me when I get inspired to just put something out there. With that, it's the technical difficulties. (laughs) I want to produce a good product for you guys, something that you can listen to that's also kind of easy for me to just get on the mic and talk. So you have to let me know how this format is. I've been struggling a little bit with it. Do I do a live where I really don't have any of the technical stuff behind me? Um, Or do I do an easy recording on my phone, Uh, which is all different from what I previously did with the podcast. So you're going to have to let me know how the quality is if I do it this way. All right, this is just something that I can do on my phone through the platform, the podcasting platform that I do. Obviously, some different music. There isn't the big, long intro. I don't have any of the commercials. I don't have any of the after stuff to it. Um, But you guys are going to have to just let me know because there's like three podcast episodes that are sitting recorded that I haven't done anything with because I just didn't get to it. and I, if I can do something a little bit easier and get them out to you faster, of course, that's something that I want to do. So I'd love to hear from you guys. Let me know if this is a decent quality. I know it's not going to be a great and fabulous quality, but if it's a decent quality that you can get past the format and just listen to the content. So please reach out to me at meredithsiget at gmail.com to let me know. Feel free to find me on Instagram and Facebook at Finding Myself Podcast. And just give me your feedback on what you think uh, about the podcast, the quality. Does this work? Do you want to hear more? I'd love to know that. So today I got moved. I'm going to be honest with you. I have uh, recently had a training and then I did some restorative yoga. And I guess I meditated a little bit on this and just feel moved today to put a podcast episode out there. So I want to share some information that I recently learned because it relates so much to something that I said during the podcast uh, that I wanted to expand upon and to share the information that I just found out to give you that information, to give you some more context. So in past episodes, I have talked about caring for ourselves, investing in our well-being, that helps us to become better people, better parents, better partners, that we are better able to handle the stressors of life and the things that come to us. I remember a specific episode. I don't remember the exact title of the episode, but I remember saying that while I know that my life is not perfect with me uh, investing in my self-development, it's not that things are going away, but I'm just in a better place to handle them. And that is amazing. And it feels really good. So what I've learned is that there is this concept called window of tolerance. The concept was developed by Dr. Dan Siegel, 
MD. He talks about the optimal zone of, and I'm going to put in quotes, arousal for people to function in everyday life. It's where we can effectively manage and cope with our emotions. So when we invest in ourselves, when we take time to take care of ourselves, we have a wider window of tolerance. And we can handle any of those things that life throw at us. But when we are kind of out of sync or out of balance, our window of tolerance probably shrinks and we are above our window in hyper arousal or we are below our window in hypo arousal. That's where we can't deal with what life throws at us because we were, we're in a constant state of um, muck. <laughs> we're in a constant state of emotional unrest, I'll call it. So hyperarousal is being anxious, angry, out of control. You know, we can imagine where we are going to snap at anyone at any time. We are in a constant state of fight or flight. And we're reacting that way to what gets thrown our way. Uh, for me, this is when I can't handle what's on my plate. And don't you dare try to put one more thing on my plate because I will tell you where you can fly. This is where our nervous system is on high alert and we are being triggered by a lot of things. Hypoarousal is one that I really found interesting when I started to dive into this window of tolerance because we, we know more about when we're agitated by everything that we're dealing with. When we're anxious, when our, we've got that nervous energy and we're ready to just spout out at the next person. But hypoarousal is, is the same but different. We are still in that triggered uh, timing. We're in that triggered phase. But instead, we may be spacey. We may zone out. We may be numb. It's that time where we retreat. And when we're saying, oh, don't give me one more thing because I can't handle it, but it just passes through us. We're in a body of, of shutdown and that shutdown reaction takes over where when someone says something to you, you don't really respond. You don't really react to it because your body just can't at that point. Um, it's You might kind of talk about being overloaded or depressed. Our parasympathetic nerve system is overloaded and it just can't take on more. I have recently, you know, um, talked about to people, recognized myself, however we want to say it, that my dial of fight or flight, or if you guys know, there's a third one of being frozen, my dial is to fight. I have very much been in a fight zone recently. And I was in a fight zone for, gosh, two plus years as I, I feel like I was fighting for my life. Um, and I was stuck and my dial was stuck then. Uh, thankfully, I was able to kind of shift out of that for a bit but I'm back in that fight. I think I've been triggered by some things happening. 
um, triggered by some backslides in my medical uh, kind of my medical life and and triggered that I, I don't want to go back to that situation. Um, but it, it makes me think of when I talk to you guys about the burnout and the feelings that, I mean, if you go back to those episodes that I talked about burnout and you can, you can hear the raw emotion in my voice. I was in that fight or flight. I was in that hyper arousal. But I also know that I've been in hypo arousal where I can't take on anything else. I, you know, tell people that my plate is full. I can't do anything more. Uh, and, and that really, I think, it, to me, this is very meaningful and speaks a lot and helps me understand my mental state, my physical state, and also where the optimal state is. And it gives me a little bit of language and understanding. So I'm really, really happy to understand this concept, um, to pass it on to you. And it also a bit frames some of the things that I've said here on the podcast. Recently, I watched an Instagram reel that was uh, a doctor talking about our, tr- our stress and our triggers. And he stated that, and unfortunately, I didn't take note of who he was. I didn't think I'd, I'd come back to this. But he said that too many times we're focusing on the wrong thing when it comes from stress. Uh, when dealing with stress. We try to avoid the stress triggers, but what we really should be focusing on is how we can past the stress, how we can cope with the stress, because we all know that stress will come. We know that we are going to continue to deal with stress regardless of avoiding that stress trigger. It's not that we should necessarily change our job because a new job is going to be less stressful, We're still going to have stress in that job. We need to understand how to deal with that stress, cope with that stress to be more productive because we really can't avoid stress in our lives. And that is something that I have been, you know, I've been on this journey to try to de-stress, to find ways of understanding my stress, understanding how I metabolize, I like to say that, metabolize stress where am I hiding it in my body? And how can I get down to it? I think, unfortunately, with my medical situation, the pandemic, and the time of life that I'm in right now, my stress is deep. And I need to work on getting down to it, not just wiping the surface, but really engaging in it. And so understanding this window of tolerance is, is helping me to manifest that balance, but also to look at where am I? I am I in hyperarousal? Am I in hypoarousal? And how do I handle that? I, I talked about being stuck, being my dial being stuck on fight. And how do I move that dial? And I'm, and I'm actually, I uh, did a restorative yoga class last night. And while doing the, the yoga class, I actually imagined my dial and I imagined moving my dial out of the fight mode to calm and peaceful. So I want to talk about some of those ideas of really trying to get to the root of things 
and making things different, understanding the stress differently. These are some simple ways. Um, I do feel that you know your body best. You know the experts that you need to go to to look at de-stressing. But I want to give some simple, hopefully impactful ways that you can start looking at the stress that your body is metabolizing and how to make it more positive. So as I just said, imagery, using some guided imagery of helping to tell your body to deal with the stress differently, to imagine where am I right now, where should I be? If I'm imagining where I'm holding that stress in my body and letting it go, if I'm in a bath, and I'm doing guided imagery, I want to imagine the water taking that stress away, melting that stress that might be in my lower back, that might be in my neck, that might be in my face. And I wanna imagine that water just eroding that stress and drawing it away from my body. You may work, uh, you might look at breath work using your breaths to cleanse your body, to move that stress out and to bring light and goodness in. How can I get that stress that I feel in my toes and my feet and my ankles and move that through and circulate through my body? And it's through breath work. You can actually go on to YouTube uh, you can find some different breathwork practitioners that can help you with this. Uh, you, there might be people locally that can work with breath work and um, the health and de-stressing around that. Our breath actually sends a lot of messages to our body. It talks, uh, talks to the body about who is in control and taking back some of that control instead of the triggers of stress, the triggers that we have in our body. And breath is a great way to communicate with our body that we are in a better place. And of course, lastly, I just want to talk about reconnecting with your body. Being present with your body, recognizing how you are feeling at that moment. Yes, of course, it sounds like mindfulness, but it's also understanding, are we in arousal? Are we having some difficulty? Do I recognize that my window of tolerance is very small? And how do I start to widen that window of tolerance? And acknowledging, where am I right now? Do I need to step away from a situation take some deep breaths before I come back to the situation? Do I recognize, oh, I was triggered by that person and their reaction to me. I need to acknowledge that I was triggered and tell my body that it's okay. You are in a safe place and you are calm and you are going to be okay. You need to recognize how your body is feeling and intentionally move past that trigger. Intentionally communicate with your body to take control back and feed it with the right information to move 
forward. I encourage you at any time, whether you're calm or triggered, to take note of how your body is feeling. Because in a moment of happiness or joy, you store that memory and can come back to it at a later time. You know, going to the phrase, you know, find your happy place. Use that, find your happy place, find your happy moment. And that sends messages to your body of what happy feels like and to release possibly endorphins, oxytocin, all of those good happy hormones to get you back in check, back in balance, and to widen that window of tolerance. I encourage you to check the window of tolerance concept out. It really is something for me that is speaking to me, for me to understand myself, and hopefully continue my work with my stress so that I am not stuck in a frame of mind that is not just mind but body too that I don't want to be in. I don't want to operate from a situation that is highly emotional and unpleasant and damaging to myself. Whoa, that was heavy today, guys. I really appreciate you sticking with me. If you have any questions about this or if you have any comments, if this resonates with you, again, please find me on Instagram at Finding Myself Podcast or on Facebook, the Finding Myself uh, Podcast. You can also email me at MeredithSiggett at gmail.com or you can find my website at MeredithSiggett.com. Thank you very much, everyone, and have a great day.